Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. We are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Warcraft RPG Storm, Earth, and Fire. I feel like... The, Has the this... camera always been there? Because I've been waving at that wall over there. Yeah, the camera's always been right there. Yeah, it's always huh. been over his head. Also, yeah. I feel like the bus index for this for this uh, game is two. Yeah, it's generally two people. If there are two people missing, then the game doesn't run. If two people get hit by a bus. If two people get hit by a bus. <laughs> or, or, or if the one person is me. I what? mean, yes. Yeah. Okay, what well, if one person's hit by a bus and the other one's hit by, like, a seagull? And that's not the bus index. <laughs> I can still play after being hit by a seagull. Okay, one of them's hit by a bus and one of them is hit by, like, a low-flying helicopter. <laughs> it depends. Is the helicopter carrying a bus? No. Then it's not the best keep playing. And then why are you not playing? <laughs> anyway, welcome back. I am William and I am your storyteller, Dungeon Master, for this Warcraft RPG campaign using the D&D 5th Edition rules and the Warcraft specific rules of my own creation. And joining me today, we have Stan. We do? Okay, I'm going to try to play Josh, the goblin tinker. Um, there is one slight problem with Rudy's current positioning, which is that Rudy is much taller than John is, and his head yeah, is yeah, right... Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was wondering. It's right in the camera. Hold on. You want to tilt it to the left a little bit. There you go, right there. Fine. We also don't need to hit as many people with the camera. What's that Because we don't have... We're hitting people with the camera? Yes. Wow. And, I mean, uh, you might be. And like Zachary. Hi! I'm Zach. I'm playing North Langa, uh, Leaf Iron Mender, the half orc tinker priest of the Holy Light. And Austin. Hello! I'm playing the troll. And the troll has a snake friend. His mm -hmm. name is Jangatal. Not the snake friends, the trolls. Snake <laughs> friend's <laughs> name is Snake Friend, just to clarify. Yeah, insofar as he has a name. Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Shiana Flamefarrow. She is an orc. She is an assassin. She kills things. She is also a rogue. She rogues things. That was like the high school presentation. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you have to use certain no. amount of words so you kill them. That, that was, that no, was if, like... if we're doing my high school pre presentation, hello, 
I'm I'm Holly. I'm playing uh Shiana uh, Flame Carver. <laughs> <laughs> That's my high school presentation. Uh, Rudy. And I'm Rudy. I'm playing Brick Earth Whisperer, uh, Torin Runemaster. Uh, and one last. We do not have John today. Um, but yes, one. we do. He just transformed. <laughs> Where'd Rudy go then? Oh, Rudy was yes. stolen by the Mafia. Uh. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, actually. Actually, I thought he got turned into a Murloc. Who is this? By the Mafia. Don't worry about it. <laughs> gotcha, this is the Mafia. <laughs> mafia the Murloc. No, the Murloc Mafia. That's actually a thing. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'd be surprised, but... Uh, I'd be surprised if it wasn't. It was a Hearthstone thing, not like a, not like a mainline Warcraft thing, but still. I have a yeah. great campaign idea now. <laughs> Um, Murloc Mafia. Another Murloc one-shot? Yes, but we're all members of the Murloc Mafia. That's fine. Um, but, uh, when last we left off, this group of adventurers, having done the task set forth to them by Vol'jin, the leader of the Dark Spears, uh, both having delivered a message to Jaina Proudmoore and to Rexar, the champion of the Horde, and his companion, Chen Stormstout, uh, the group decided to make their way back to the Darkspear Isles to communicate with Vol'jin. Uh, upon arrival, they discovered that the Echo Isles are under some form of martial law, with a number of Corcoran elite warriors sort of surveying the island and patrolling and keeping guard, keeping an eye on the troll population. Um, deciding to make their way towards Vol'jin without landing directly in the Echo Isles, and rather landing outside and walking there, uh, so as to potentially attract somewhat less attention. Um, the group met up with Vol'jin and had a brief discussion, um, which ended last session with Vol'jin uh, enacting some sort of magical ritual onto the brazier within his large uh, hut to show the group a vision of the last transpired conversation directly between Vol'jin and the Warchief, which we begin with here. As the purplish flames rise in the brazier, the spectral forms of Garrosh and Vol'jin appear within. The Warchief of the Horde and the leader of the Darkspear standing opposite each other, glaring at each other with mutual distaste. Garrosh clenches his jaw as he spits the first remark of the vision. Don't talk back to me, troll. You know who was left in charge here. Haven't you stopped to ask yourself why Thrall chose me? Instead of you. Vol'jin's image shakes his head as he rests on his haunches, eyes never leaving the war chief. There be no question why, Garrosh. Ye gave ye a title because ye be Grom's son, and because the people be wanting a war hero. To which I think ye be even more like your father than he thought, even without ye having a demon blood. Garrosh visibly bristles at the remark, shoulders straightening and posture reflexively rising. His next words drip venom. You are lucky I don't gut you right here, whelp. You are foolish to think that you can speak to your war chief in such ways. Vol'jin sneers at the orc, rising to his straightened posture, revealing just how tall the troll truly is rising even above Garrosh's broad shoulders when standing at full height. 
Ye be no war chief of mine. Ye have not earned my respect, and I'll not be seeing the horde destroyed by your foolish thirst for war. Garrosh snorts, nostrils flaring as he glares at the troll before him. And what exactly do you think you'll do about it? Your threats are hollow. Go slink away with the rest of your kind in the slums. I will endure your filth in my throne room no longer. Vol'jin returns to the more comfortable crouch that most trolls prefer, but this time it seems more predatory, like a serpent coiling before the strike. I know exactly what I'll be doing about it, son of Hellscream. I'll be watching as your people slowly become aware of your ineptitude. I'll laugh as they grow to despise you as I do. And when the time comes that your failure is complete and your power is meaningless, I will be there to end your rule, swiftly and silently. You will spend your reign glancing over your shoulder and fearing the shadows. For when a time comes and your blood be slowly draining out, you'll know exactly who fired the arrow that pierced your black heart. Garrosh's eyes blaze as he rounds on the troll chieftain. You have sealed your fate, troll. And with that, he spits at the ground before Vol'jin's feet. <laughs> and you yours, war chief, Vol'jin replies, turning and stalking his way out of the vision as both he and Garrosh fade from the flames. The true Vol'jin looks up from the vision to gaze across the group of you assembled before him. Now you see, the majority of the Dark Spear are here because I led them here. Orgrimmar be no home as long as it be under Hellscream's hand. Still. I fear I was letting my temper drive me to being rash. Troll devoted himself to making the horde what it is, so I have no eagerness to be leaving it on a whim. This will be needing much more taught. He looks up as a pair of trolls enter with a chest carried between them. Still, these be worries for older minds. You still have much to learn. Take your reward, and if you be interested, I got one more job for you. This one be taking you far from this place, back to the eastern kingdoms you came from so recently. Looks across the group of you. He can do that, I guess. What's the what? job? There be one more group that I need to get a message to. Some of the oldest and most loyal people at a horde, but some of the most far flung. The Frost Wolf Orcs be the lat we want our last remaining tribes to keep its structure, along with the War Song. They live in Alterac Valley in the Eastern Kingdoms. They never came to Kalimdor. I've been needing one to take a message to them, to their shaman, Drektar. We're writing the names down. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Cool. Okay. We can probably do that. The Frost Wolves be the clan that raised our last war chief, Troll. He be there. He be the son of their, of their last chieftain. 
the Frost Wolves be more true to their true horde than most of the Orcs under Garrosh's control. Okay. Power in the beauty, this message delivered. There be time yet, but speed be appreciated. <laughs> Any objections? Mm, no. Doesn't seem as bad as the Jaina message. <laughs> we shouldn't get killed for this, I hope. Yeah. Mm. How many days travel is that like on the map? It's like... Uh, well, Alterac like is, all the way over to, like, is to that Canada? one white spot right there. Right. So we're going to go all the way. And you're here. So it's actually not... It's across the ocean, but it's, it's, it's not, not It's not far from the coast. <laughs> well, we're probably not going to the coast anyway. We'd probably want to teleport. Yeah. First off, because of our be airship curse. Uh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that's going to be expensive, but... The orc probably doesn't want to board an airship. Troll. The orc. The troll. I'm the an troll. orc. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, well, the return trip won't be as expensive. I finally have my teleport, my greater teleport. Oh, okay. So we can coming yeah. back. I can get us back just as soon as uh, I set up. Okay. As soon as I set that up somewhere in the base. Okay. Well, then we should probably have the yeah, base, we'll go there, base so first. He can set that he up. Sets that of up. course. Yeah, I gotta go to town for a little while. And so there's two trolls carrying the large They set chest. it down and walked out, yeah. So there's 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 a large chest in the room. All right. <clears throat> it might be a little difficult to transport, but we can Let's figure it out. out. I look into it. Is it just filled with money? Or... Yeah, it's, it's filled with gold coins, basically. Well, all right. We can pick it up. And... I suppose we'll take the mission, then. Very well. You'll be doing a great service to the true soul of the Horde this day. I appreciate the risk you'll be taking in trusting me and in working for those that are under the gaze of the War Chief. Hmm. Hmm. Well, see if he has no problems putting you in such. Uh, under such surveillance, I do worry that he he would no no uh, he would have no problems doing it to other groups as well. Yeah, Just, not be wrong about that. I'm thinking about your people. Yes, we would no doubt try to force anyone and everyone. <laughs> if there be anyone that the war chief dislikes more than the trolls, it'd be the Tauren. Tauren could be next. Anything and this war. <clears throat> I suppose we shall be off then. Peace be a noble gold leaf. Be aware, though, this war may grow worse before it gets better. I'm all too aware of that. Will you be giving us the message now, or yes. transferring it to us later? I can give it to you now, if you like. And he sort of reaches down, 
into a small shelf and pulls out a, a scroll. This one is not a sealed letter, but rather just a rolled scroll with a stamp on it. Here you go. I go ahead and take it. Very well. Spirits bewitch ya. Best of luck. You'll, you'll get this done as soon as possible. And, you know. Well, I, yep. Yeah, yeah. Too. <clears throat> you had Aaron. Probably having. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't speak for everyone else. <laughs> and as as get someone uh, to carry the chest. Yeah. 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 As as you guys are heading out, he does call after, and leave. I, I pick up my side of it. <laughs> if you ever feel like you need to speak spiritual matters, you know where to find me. Of course. As a shadow hunter. I'd be well versed in the ways of the spirits. I'm not. I imagine Leaf and not Leaf, um, Brick uh, is probably able to heft the heft the the chest himself. So, if you want, I just start grabbing it with one hand, and pulling it. <laughs> imagine how well that would work. She's gonna like, I'm sure she can pull it. She just can't lift it up with two hands. Unless she could lift it up one-handed. Well, maybe you can go, well, it's a chest, so there's probably two hands. So one side you, one side me. But then there's a... I don't know. No, you're... No, oh, she's short. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, she's I'm not, not six feet. Yeah, no, we can. We, could, we could just take one in with one hand each. and We only have one member of the party who's particularly short, so... yeah. But if I, if I feel I'm looking up, I'm taller. <laughs> that's no banana. That's me nose. <laughs> yeah. So, so back to the base. So then. back to the base for yeah. Let you scribe that. See and, also how far the renovations have come. Yeah. yeah. We have to dis- dismiss our yes. workers. I'll probably have to work on my large room. You can work All on right. my large room. She points at Leaf. <laughs> okay. As you drop the as you drop your oh, no, the chest. Oh no, I'm sorry. She said pointedly at Leaf. Pointedly. Okay. You point with your one hand, which means you let go of the chest, and it clunks to the ground. Poor brick. <laughs> Are you right-handed or left-handed? She's ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're, you're missing your left. Or you're, you're missing your right. I'm missing the left. You're missing oh. the left. Yeah, so it is the right hand. Darn, so I was right. That was a left hand. Yeah, she's not all right. It's she's... not right where she left it. Darn. <laughs> I could have that now. No. No. <laughs> not yet. Not, and I'll just throw other things. Not They're yet. much harder. Okay. That's the softest of the things I have over here. <laughs> I don't know how protective that 25-year-old, like, cereal box toy <laughs> helmet is. That came in a cereal box? It was yeah, back it was... when they used to do the things where you collect the little barcode things oh, and I mail them in. Those. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those. So anyway. I didn't want to get when I was little. <laughs> I did too. I got a, a baseball helmet for it. I got like a cool toy thing or something. 
think so. So, okay. You make your way back to the base, to Spike Ridge Fort. Uh, and when you when you arrive on site, you see that there's there's a variety of scaffolds that have been set up, and the the trolls are hard at work doing repairs and reconstruction. Uh, it it's definitely under construction now, but it definitely looks better than it did when you when you left. Like a lot a lot of the major holes have been patched. Um, a lot of a lot of the the weakened structural support has been shored up. Um, and you can you can see that that large hulking troll is sort of carrying a huge slab of extra stone on his back as he's lumbering over towards where some of the trolls are working, sort of replacing uh, old worn out stone with new with new with new material. So step one, I need to check to make sure that the scorpion arrangement is still where it was. Yep. And you sort of walk you sort of walk into the, the main room and sort of check the floorboards where the scorpion pit you knew was at. And you see that the uh, the trolls have very specifically been avoiding that area because they have they have recognized where the scorpions are at and are not messing with them. Cool. Well, I'm gonna go step one: make sure the scorpions have food again, and continue that mm -hmm. arrangement. You feed the scorpions. Yeah. And try to just in general foster good relations with our neighbors. Subterranean neighbors. <laughs> hey, neighbors can work vertically. Yeah. It's like in your apartment. You've got people live below you and above you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the the apartment below me, underground. <laughs> Six feet below me. No, that's a forsaken. <laughs> oh, and I already did detect undead for that, so <laughs> No, you do not have any you do not have any six foot under neighbors. So where shall we put this? Oh, in the game, um, the chest. What's, it, what's on the second floor? Oh, that's just uh, okay. Have we decided things, isn't there? Uh, you put it in your room, or well, there are four floors. Oh, there's, there's, so there's, there are four, there, there are four floors, four floors counting counting <coughs> counting the war room at the very yeah, top, as it has the fourth floor. We can put it in the war room. I mean, we're not just gonna pop in. <laughs> I mean, do we have a treasury in here? Yeah, so we, we need to. Yeah, we need to set up a. Yeah, we a probably vault. need a treasury room. Yeah. Well, we need, well, we need to designate a lot of rooms. I think the only one we we have now is the war room and your room. Well, each of us have a, a room on the third floor, essentially. Oh, yeah, we there, do. There's one I empty room. Oh, yeah, she has two of the yeah, rooms. And... Yeah, because this is a military fort, so the way it was initially set out was that the bottom floor was barracks. It was just room for all the regular soldiers and training area. So does the troll even have his own room on the third yeah. floor? I mean, there is space for his own room, whether or not he has taken one. That is the question. Yeah. Or is he going to hang out? Are you going to hang out in the basement, or are you going to do it? Where's the troll going to hang out? Um, I believe I was setting up something off of the stables, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like something. So there's a blank room on there then. So you got a blank room upstairs. We can use that for the. Uh, you got a couple of blank rooms. If you, if you get an officer, <laughs> you know who yeah, is not one of you guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, yeah well, we, we don't need a real fancy place. We just need a lot of room. Do you guys want to do any recruiting at some point? We probably will eventually. I am absolutely <laughs> recruiting. Yeah, you're recruiting yeah, animals. Recruiting the animals. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I do. Shanna can recruit. She can be the face of this party. Let's not Let's recruit slightly fewer psychopathic murderers, please. 
Or, you know, people from your secret <laughs> shadow organization that we may or may not know about. Or corpses. Again, well... Hey, Holly, you, know you want to set your phone on you know vibrate so it's not making that noise every time? We're an equal opportunity employer. We're <laughs> not going to discriminate against Forsaken. I'm about to say, you can, you, you can absolutely recruit corpses. They're called Forsaken. Again, I keep thinking of MGS5 and I picture Jang just boltoning every single animal that it, he runs into. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Fulton recovery systems were a real thing? They were not used for very long because they were not effective. <laughs> what is a Fulton recovery system? It's where, you attach a, it's where you attach a balloon to something and then jettison up into the air so that it can then be picked up from the sky by, by an aircraft. An airplane. Yeah. That it hurts. does not seem like the most effective. It's only for picking up like uh, yeah, equipment. It was, it, it, was, yeah. it was supposed to be used for picking up equipment. I looked over and saw William's face and had a heart attack. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ow. Wow. <laughs> wow. No. It's, you're there. Ow. And your face is there. <laughs> too many, too often. Too many. Holly's having a moment. <laughs> That's why the wormhole one is so much better. <laughs> My twitch just doesn't work on this computer or something. Oh yeah, because the wormhole Fulton is just like into the hole. Yeah, just it just. <laughs> anyway, as we were, so where were we? It's a good question. <laughs> we were discussing room layouts for the fort in yeah. the short term and the long term. And I think we were, our immediate discussion was, if we set aside this 8,000 GPs to the fort, what are we doing with it? How long are we spending here before we go out on this mission? We I did have to overnight. set aside a teleportation yeah, room. Yeah, he, he has to set up. And so we were trying to figure out, well, if we're setting up a teleportation room, we want to make sure we have all of our other rooms set up. Yeah. And, um, and you know, potentially, if we do have a teleportation room, how much would it benefit us to be able to get one of those portal people be like, hey, you want to set up your portals here and then we can use you at a discounted rate and you have a base to set up your so portals. The, uh, the materials, it'll take you six hours to put that rune together and it'll take you 60 gold worth of materials. Yeah, yeah. To... Because don't forget, we can recruit merchants and be like, hey, in yes. exchange for discounts, <clears throat> right. we can use location. So we need to figure out how accessible our location is. The more members we have, potentially a better... Right, bargain on that end, but it depends. Yeah, the the real the real reason that merchants would want to sign on with an adventuring guild is the protection and the reagent gathering capacity that 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 an adventuring guild gives them. So you want to make sure you have that kind of capacity to offer before you start trying to really recruit merchants. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is why I think we should go on this mission before we start recruiting, so yes. that we make sure that we have free time lying around to be able to take missions. And hopefully the base will be further along by then, by the time so, we get back. And then when we can, when we get back, we can work on the base and recruit yeah. people. Like when we yeah, get back, right. we can recruit more people to go on missions. So then we, you know, lead them through a couple missions, make sure they're good. And then after we recruit them, then we can start getting, you know, merchants and all that with us. So that basically, if we have a big mission that requires all hands on deck for us, other people can go on missions for the merchants. <laughs> I'm thinking of Gianna's wave recruiting. Sorry. That's called extortion. No. No. 
I'm just picturing her stalking someone and then coming out out of the shadows with her claw up <clears throat> to join our guild. Yes, I think that that that's what it is. Is that extortion or just kidnapping? No, it's just that's intimidation. Intimidation. <laughs> if you have to make any intimidate roles when recruiting, then I don't approve of it. Just when you approve of intimidate roles on the whole. You don't approve of many there things are, does. There are some times when intimidate roles can be alright. Like, for instance, when Gareth tries to pull intimidate roles in order to stop bar fights that you start. Then I'm okay with this. <laughs> what you're saying is you don't like Shiana's intimidate roles. <laughs> yes, because usually it just involves random wanton murder, which I'm not a fan of. Murder is not wanton. <laughs> She puts far more thought into it than you would like her to. I don't murder people with wontons. <laughs> but you love wontons. I do love wontons. poison wontons. Death by wonton? Yes. It's a bad way to go. Depends on how delicious the wonton was. <laughs> it was a train of thought at some point. <laughs> so we're going on a mission, right? It is derailing. <laughs> Down right. Uh, we should decide where the teleporter is going to be, so I can set or the right. teleporting room, so I can set that up before we go on the, on the roof. We're going to have a wyvern nest up there. Mm. Yeah. So I think, like you know, one of the personal rooms we can just set aside and do with that because, for the most part, I don't think people are going to really be up there terribly often. And we can easily put some kind of an illusion over the door so that people don't even notice it. Yeah. And for now, we can use that as a treasury, too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Okay. may want to change that later, but yeah, I think for now, it's a good spot. Go to spot as any. All right. We designate that, and how we'll get started on yeah. setting that, that room up. So I am keeping track of all of the rooms here. <laughs> Okay, 60, and then however long it takes for me to get the materials, and then and then plus the six hours I will need to set all that up. Cool. Well, the the materials are relatively easy to get, because most of the things that rune masters use to create permanent runes are things that enchanters use to make everything they make, which is mostly enchanted ink. Um, so you can get that from the reagent stores within Orgrimmar. Okay. Um... So I'll just get what I need for this right now. Yeah. So sixty gold worth of reagents. You can just spend that gold. Yep. I already did. And take six hours to put that room together. So you, if anyone's going to do anything I'm doing while well, I do that, um, I need what time is it? By the way? What time will it be by the time I'm done? By the time you're done, it'll probably be late afternoon, evening. Okay. So we'll probably want to start the day, the day after then. Head out the day after. Yeah, right. As I was saying, the next morning. Um, Jenga Tall going to get all... you going to get those little uh, Thunder Beasts from the bottom of the... Yeah, I've gone and I've fished that little Thunder Beast. I'm going to go over and uh, obtain the heart from it. Yeah, and, I... And I'm, I'm showing you what I'm doing with them. I'm, I'm going to want to pickle five of these. I've got some some stuff that I have up in my room, and I'm, I've got the one. In a I'm going to look at the hide of this lizard. Is the hide of this lizard super conductive <laughs> or super resilient to, to lightning? It's more resilient. 
Like the hide, the hide will definitely carry a charge in shock if if the electrostatic discharge goes off. Um, but the hide itself is designed to resist electrical impact. So it can resist it, but it can also be modified to be a conductor. Well, more ra more more accurately, it is it is resistant. There's only so much you can resist a charge, though. Mm. And the, the Thunder Lizard's charge is enough to still push a shock through despite the resistance of the hide. Or they can unleash it intentionally. Yeah. So in that case, seeing that this... Because my But you, you see, you've at least studied Thunder Lizards occasionally. Their primary method of attack is spitting lightning. Okay. Like their hide is resistant enough, but they they, they conduct the energy through their inter through their intestines. So I'm looking at how useful the the how much of the hide do the scorpions consume? Not a lot. They mostly want the meat. I'm going to skin this hide and see how thick and heavy and wieldy it is, and see what can be crafted from the hide. Um, you can probably create any form of light armor. Um, is the little troll is the little tinker wearing? Uh, I think it's leather. But I was thinking of going in and trying to find mithril chain to upgrade. Well, because I was about to make somebody some uh, because he likes <clears throat> to play with electricity. I was about to make somebody some shockproof, some shockproof studded leather. Well, what studded leather would that be? Uh, Three AC. It's two instead two of one. Instead of one. Twelve, more accurately. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, where is my? Armorino craft. Yeah, because I've got. I've, I, I've got. I think I might have started on I can't remember. And. I mean, what's your IC? Fourteen. And it's well, well, that's right because of that. Yeah. So so it's, it's 12. twelve. So it is okay. So I do so have regular leather. leather. Yeah. So I could I could make you. <clears throat> if you do studded leather, it'd, it'd be the same armor and then whatever the DM decides. I mean, he, he's not asking you. Basically, yeah. overnight, he uh, after the next the, the next day, he's going to present you with a full suit of studded leather, which will include things like gloves, boots. So whether or not you just use the gloves when you're working with electricity or you, oh, yeah. you know, wear the full outfit to avoid electrical backfire, that's okay. what you're getting presented with. Okay. Mm. Neat. Okay. Um, and this... given how small he is, I can... Could a Thunder Lizard make enough to have one for each of the people who deal with this sort of nonsense? For both of them? Yeah. Probably, yeah. What kind of armor do you typically do you wear? You're, like, Thunder Lizards are huge creatures. <laughs> yeah. You probably get two suits of studded leather for a medium, one for a medium, one for a small, out of out of a Thunder Lizard side. Yeah. What, what do you, you or like, aesthetically, does it look like you're wearing leather, studded leather kind of thing? Like, um, lighter armor, you have metal on you. He I mean, robes, I think. He doesn't wear armor. What it looks like is robes over top of everything, but... Um, I mean, I've, walked, I've traveled with you enough. I, probably I, be I believe as a priest you have unarmored defense, correct? Yes. Yes, I have unarmored, armored, uh, unarmored defense, so I don't wear armor. I just wear robes, basically. 
So I've seen the way I, I've seen him in combat enough to know that he doesn't use armor and that's not his yeah. thing. Yeah. In that case, I'm just gonna make an extra set of boots and gloves. Makes sense to me. And that way you'll have boots and gloves for handling this sort of stuff. Yes. And so. speaking of this sort of stuff, so I'm planning on making some permanent stuff, like immobile devices for the home base to assist with basically creating tech devices or for, you know, whatever skill checks you want to do. So if I created, say, a little engineer's workshop, would that be able to give advantage or would it be able to give a bonus to the role? Uh, depends on what you wanted to build. Um, like an so appropriate... basically, I want to build sort of an immobile techno-magic station, possibly with some sort of a usage. Do you have Unseen Servant? No, I didn't. I didn't oh. take it, no. I've got Mage Hand, but I don't... Yeah, like possibly something that uses some degree of Mage Hand to help with, you know, making techno-magic oh, stuff. Yeah. So, basically just an all-purpose... All the tools you need in one spot. Workshop. Yeah, if you want, if you want to do anything that would just that would like assist in the in the application of your skills, that would just give you advantage. Okay. Versus if you want to try and make like improved equipment, it might give you a bonus to the rolls. Hmm. What are you? Basically, are you are you work are you working on improved, like increasing your efficacy, like allowing you to do more, or are you working on improving the tools themselves? Hmm. Probably for now, just improving the tools themselves. Well, Basically, uh, I've, like, got a, I've got a set of masterwork tools. So, so I mean, with um, I would say with with five hundred gold worth of uh, of materials for for crafting and enchanting, you could probably put together over the course of probably about a week. Um, a set of uh, a, a workshop that would grant like a plus two bonus to all of your engineering roles. Okay. Cool. Keep that in mind next time we have a week at Fort. I'm going to head into Ogamar and see about... Hmm. Well... Yeah, I, I just want to generally run around to different shops and stuff and try to figure out if there's... if I can get any kind of commission work on uh, anything they may want to order, um, anything that I can build for them over the time that I'm gone and, you know, like, chops just make stuff that they might occasionally need. Um, Roll me a persuasion check just to see how well you can convince people. Persuasion. That's... Convince people to give you their money. Oh, okay. Uh, Not bad. 13... 23. 23? Nice. Do you have expertise? I have a little bit. <clears throat> um, so... 
um, with uh, a bit of asking around and, you know, just a, a bit of the old goblin uh, charm. Um, there's a few people who could probably use a few devices that would just sort of help with the day-to-day. -day. Okay. Um, no sort of helping, like, some of the blacksmiths could use some, like, automated um, bellows that would help keep the bellows burning hot without having to assign someone to them specifically. Those okay. auto hammers, man, those things are super useful for blacksmithing. Yeah. Okay. So I can get, um, okay. So I can be working on that kind of stuff while I'm traveling, and then come back and yeah, when, I, when, when I'm back in town, just kind of uh, so, yeah, okay, that's an idea. How much time are we spending here before we go off? Just overnight. Just overnight. The, the day and the night. Yeah. Okay. Jonah's going to go into town and stalk people. <laughs> Roll me a stealth check. To see if anyone seems. Interested in joining a guild? I mean, that's something you just kind of have to sell people on. But you know, it was a twenty on the die. Nice. So you are you are invisible. You are vanished. So yeah, thirty-four. You walk these streets. You walk these streets famished. <laughs> it's a Hamilton joke. Okay. Um, let's see. It's from, it's from my shot. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, what are you looking for? Anyone who seems like they might need some place to go, you know, guild, YMCA, you know. <laughs> you looking for young men down on their luck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this plan. No, no, just anyone. Young man. Unlike the MMORPG, I don't think people actually have little, like, you know, exclamation marks over their head. <laughs> I mean, that's how Shiana got recruited into Hurdle's shadow organization, so... Let's see, Thieves' Cant is a very specific tool. Yeah. You walk up to somebody and start saying things like, the owl's been spitting more bones than usual lately, and if they look at you like you're crazy, you're like, awesome, I don't need to talk to you anymore, and if they respond back, yes, but the eaglets have been going hungry and like indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that. I like that you came up with two, with with a call and response for thieves can't just on the spot. And it almost kind of vaguely pretends to make some sort of sense. So yeah, she's looking for anyone that seems like they might need to be in a guild, like they might want to be in a guild. <clears throat> there might be a void in their life. I'm still just imagining the chorus of like the opening the opening bridge of YMCA. Just echoing in a dark alley. <laughs> young man. Young this is a place you can go. Said a young orc. 
<laughs> just stay away from the uh also aren't, aren't we about to leave our base for an extended period of time that's probably yeah. not the best time she to recruit is, it's not that she might she not have just approach them right now she's just stalking just, them someone right manages now. to get a per perception roll on her and they're just looking around i am invisible they can't restrain me if i'm invisible <laughs> don't think you realize that there are people ninjas can't catch you if you're on fire <laughs> What's the response to that one? You walk up to a and say it. You light yourself on fire. That seems like how the thieves can't people weed out the idiot. Cool. Yes, if somebody comes to you and says, "Light yourself on fire," all right, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, he's not a problem anymore. <laughs> So yeah, I'm stalking people. No, no, no. Those are the people you recruit to go on the doomed missions. To go on the suicide runs. Suicide. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and uh, sneak into that there mountain and uh, steal Deathwing's Cheetos. Fuck. <laughs> they taste better than regular Cheetos. They're flaming hot. With a hint of lime. <laughs> Painted lime chips are the best. Tasty. Lime and chips. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Roll me a perception check. <laughs> you find some lime and chips. <laughs> Does she start following me? Oh, that was another 20. Nice. Yep. So, 26. There's a variety of people who just could use some work. Like, they're, whether or not they're material for your guild depends on your sort of assessment on the matter. Whether you like looking for general cell swords or just people with specific skills. But the, the thing that you definitely do notice is that while you are watching other people, someone else is watching you. Can I tell who this person is? As you sort of are maneuvering around, you occasionally get a glimpse of this individual, and you keep seeing them, which is how you know that they're, they're watching you, is uh, definitely an orc, definitely very broad of build, um, with sort of, like, heavy dark leather outfit, pair of gloves, face hidden by hood and mask. Uh, just sort of, occasionally you see them in the corner, like, leaning on a wall, just keeping an eye on you, and every time you move to a different area, you occasionally spot them again on a on a, on a corner, leaning on the wall, keeping an eye on you. Can she see them long enough to approach them? If you want to. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you make your way over to them and they look up as you approach. Can I help you? That's a funny way to greet an old friend. As the, oh, is this... as the mask pulls down and you're greeted with Gordul once again. <laughs> this was the um, the guy that she yeah. did stuff for, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she really is not good at the small she, talk. She, she could talk that she's that much higher than, than Jenga Tall on the, on the social <laughs> register. <laughs> I mean, hey, to be fair, 
how do you greet the person that's just kind of been stalking you for the last year? I mean... Wait, they've been stalking me for a year? It's been a year since you ran into him, right? Well, that doesn't mean he's been following me for a year. How do you know? I don't, but... Exactly! <laughs> he was there He was there at your birth. <laughs> <laughs> so he's younger than you. <laughs> And it turns out, he's your long-lost twin brother. She has a brother. Yeah, long-lost another... twin brother. Yeah, there's two brothers. <laughs> he has the other arm. <laughs> he has the other arm. <laughs> he has the other arm. <laughs> Excuse me, you dropped this uh, several years ago. <laughs> backpack. The claws hanging out of the backpack. <laughs> I've noticed that you've been stalking your prey around the city. I'm not going to kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm... We, we started a guild, my, my group. So I've heard. And, well, how long have you been following me? Since you started stalking people in Orgrimmar a few hours ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, we started a guild, and I, I was just stalking... Uh, following. <laughs> um, I'm investigating. I was doing my own method of recruitment. Mm-hmm. Were you going to speak to any of these potential recruits at some point? Or just follow them? When we get back. I mean, we're, we're headed out. But I like to get an idea of who to approach when we get back. Get back from... Where are we going again? Alterac. What? Alterac Valley. Uh, Alterac Valley. Mm. Heading to Frostwolf territory. Yes. You just told him everything. Okay. Boy, he's trustworthy. <laughs> Shana. Thanks. Oh, God. We are all going to die. Somewhere back at the fort, he's just banging his head into the wall and he doesn't know why. The light suddenly feels a whole lot darker. <laughs> <laughs> you looking for recruits in Alterac, or? Yeah. Uh, we we have a mission there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what brings you headed that way. That's all I can say right now. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I can't exactly hold grudges against people keeping secrets. No. It is sort of my job. <clears throat> Would you be looking for a guild? <laughs> no, I think I've got my own organization. Do you know anyone looking for a guild? I mean, there's a number of people. It all depends on what you're looking for. What are we looking for? I think this is the problem with this plan. <laughs> <clears throat> We don't know what we're looking for. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just... Um, not positive right now. Um, <laughs> is it a reconnaissance so mission? Well, that's probably going to be a... That's probably going to be a roadblock until you know what you're looking for. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you don't know who is a potential recruit. People trustworthy who aren't afraid to die. <laughs> that's a really broad category. Welcome to the Horde. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I 
sorry, I got no right. Welcome to the horde. That's sort of the image we like to cultivate. Right. Yes. People good at jobs. <laughs> Welcome to the horde. <laughs> like a wide variety of jobs. So you need a wide variety of people. Yes. That's not going to narrow down your search. Well, no, but... At that point, you're just grabbing a random person off the street and saying, join my guild. A trustworthy person that I can kill if I have to. Welcome to the horde. <laughs> So when we told you that you didn't know what you were looking for, is one thing. Then now this guy is telling you. That's why we need the. That's why we need the solid eye, so that we can measure their their stats <laughs> by staring at them for a, for a few seconds. Oh wow! Look, that one has really great growth rates. I'm gonna go catch him for my team. Exactly. See, you get it. <laughs> No, that guy's got S rank. That, that guy's got S rank military skill. He's he's going on my on my attack squad. I'm not inventing that for you. Do we get a pokeball when we're I'm not inventing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I said, not inventing a pokeball of Hulk person. We've talked about this. We're getting the Hulk in recovery system. Okay, pokeball has to be. Uh, I choose shrink. you. It's not a ball. No, po a pokeball. Have, pokeball would be. Um, there's there's specifically. Uh, there's specifically a spell that is about containing someone in a demiplane for a, for a brief period. Yeah, there you go. So, something lower level than imprisoned, but still. I or just magic right. jar. Magic jar, I think, actually, yeah. Pokeball of magic jar. Uh, at that point, Pokeball just kind of is a magic jar, just shaped differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's best to Except that it's got dominate person involved, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I probably should have thought this through. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the horde. <laughs> so why are you following me then? Ow! Ow! That wasn't me. Why are you following me then? Practice. Keeping an eye out. You always seem interesting whenever you start stalking people. <laughs> I'm not going to kill them today. Mm. I mean, unless they're doing something that I should kill them for. <laughs> I mean, whether someone should be killed or not is a subjective matter. <laughs> this is why I don't like the friends you hang out with. <laughs> if you ask the war chief, there's plenty of people down here who should be killed. Yes. Sometimes it's my job to do that for him. Sometimes not. <clears throat> if you know anyone that might be looking for a guild, if you could send them our way. Assuming my people don't need them first, sure. I'm okay. Anyway, yes. I think, if I'm going to be honest with you, your best recruits aren't going to be found in Ordemar. <laughs> Maybe we'll find some recruits where we're going. That's a possibility. 
But generally speaking, if you're running an adventuring guild, you want adventurers. And adventurers don't tend to spend too much time in the capital city. Oh, I feel like a fair number would stop through here. Occasionally, but that lies. that for you to, for you to hire one of them in here requires you to be in the city at the same time as they are briefly in the city. That requires a good uh, coincidence. <laughs> Finding them in the field just requires you to go where the adventures happen to be. Well, then maybe we will find some people when we go out, and I can stalk them. <laughs> Take the S off, and you might be a, you might have an answer there. I can walk. <laughs> you didn't need to take the T out. I can. <laughs> I used to play or know what this is. She doesn't. I. I can oct them. <laughs> When you figure you find goblins at an auction. <laughs> when you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> hey, yeah. wait. Huh? <laughs> I also don't know how to spell stock because I kept thinking it had a C in it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know why. Stock does have a C in it, but only when you're dealing with chickens. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm sorry, I'm not thinking of their. Yeah, sorry. Okay. This light's dimming. Oh, talk. There you go. I don't do that. You're gonna have a hard time recruiting people. I don't do it well. You're gonna have a hard time recruiting people. I will try. Try to have a hard time doing it well. <laughs> Shut exactly. up, Lee. <laughs> she says to the air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a leaf. You have a leaf? You have a strong sense of your companions and what they're thinking at any individual time. That's a good trait. <laughs> My leaf sense is tingling. <laughs> the ability to figure out what your friends would consider of any individual action is a strong is a strong aid. You have aids? <laughs> This conversation was done when it started. <laughs> Can we just be clear on that? What? I'm going to go. Good. conversations are the best. It's good that I'm leaving? Yeah. I mean, probably. Because if you were staying, then there'd be a problem. Why? Because if you're staying, you're either here to keep talking to me, and we're clear that's not going to be a good thing, or you're here to kill me, in which case I'm going to have to kill I'm you not first. Going to kill you. But those yeah. are the two. Those are the two reasons you'd be staying here. Oh, I mean to stalk more people. Perhaps. <laughs> like, so maybe you should get going and go do that. Okay. <laughs> Didn't get stuck. As you turn around and start walking, and you look back, and he's already gone. Yeah. She's going to stop smoking. If she happens to run into me, I have no idea what she's doing because I, I, I didn't perceive her at all. <laughs> Is Josh out? Yeah, he's out running around the town. Yeah. If you happen to come across me, I don't have any clue where you are or what you're doing. <clears throat> I rolled a six. 
Can she suck, Josh? Yeah, I mean, why? To recruit him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she wants Josh in the group. Unrecruit. Would you like to join our guild? I helped found this guild. Sorry, all goblins look the same. Um, no, she's, she's going to stalk him and um, try to pick his pocket. Roll me sleight of hand. You roll me perception with advantage. Seventeen. Twenty-five. Let me see your inventory real quick. Oh shoot! What I'm carrying is <clears throat> that's pretty much most of that. She, yeah, she, she can use some of that. You reach into his pockets and try and find something, and there's just this loud air release noise as you end up grabbing the leather whoopee cushion. <laughs> Does he hear that? Yes, it's loud. <laughs> hey, Josh. Um, hi. How's it going? So I go shake hands. <sighs> No. Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> You've got claws, I don't. No, reach out reach out with the other hand to shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose anyone. How's it going? So what are you looking for? We're going on this mission, yes. Yeah, I was just heading back, actually. Getting close to getting close to bedtime. Yeah. Shiana will probably head back too. So you guys head back and take a long rest. Sorry. After that. Oh. Well, before before uh, before we do that, I try to gather everyone everyone outside the uh, outside the base. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. The teleport is complete. I was hoping to test it out before. Test it out. <clears throat> okay. So you all ready? Oh, we're all testing it. Can't we yeah, just send the goblin or something? <laughs> we want to make sure you're used to this. We can have. Yeah, okay. Make sure it works. Is Jenga okay testing this? He's not entirely sure what's going on, but he'll follow along. Okay. Just stay close. And I start activating the rooms. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you spend the rune points. And I spend the rune points. And since we're about to take a rest anyway. Right. <laughs> And there's a, let me make sure I have the exact wording of this. Yeah, so you um, you empower the runes, you sort of envision the rune that you've carved on the, on the area in your mind and sort of bring your hands together. And that rune in the distance begins to, begins to glow faintly and there is just a burst of magical energy around the group of you and then you are all standing in the room as the rune on the ground beneath your feet. Uh, slowly dims as you all burst into the into existence in in the teleportation room. Is everybody doing all right? <clears throat> sure, that was fun. How's the troll doing? You're suddenly upstairs. <laughs> We've teleported before, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Okay. The troll doesn't understand what's going on, but it's nothing new. So that's a fun thing. So now we have a quick way home. Well, that's good. From anywhere on the planet? Uh, I think that's where it... What? Just about, yeah. Pretty much. Okay. <clears throat> as long as there's no interference. So if we get cornered by Deathwing, you can send us home. What's the casting time on that rune? Uh, let me see. Someone's trying to say, steal his Cheetos. What's the, how much progress do you make on crafting tech devices on a roll again? Uh, you make, uh, you basically you divide the, the cost by 50 gold, and you make 50 gold worth of progress every day, unless you roll particularly high, in which case you might make mul multiple days, or you as a tinker can spend your tech points for a march of progress to make even faster progress. On uh, 26, is that high enough progress to make multiple days for that? That, that would make you two days, yeah. Okay. Two days worth of progress. So 100 gold, and then I can do march of progress. Yeah. And... Each each uh, point of March of Progress is an extra 25 gold, unless you have Industrious Haste, which you do. I know you yeah, do. I don't know right. if you do yet. I don't. Um, but once you have Industrious Haste, then it's worth 50 gold each. Uh, one minute. One minute? Yeah. yeah. So you can try and get out. It'll take you a minute, in which case you'd have to survive Deathling for a minute if you were going to steal his Cheetos. <laughs> if you successfully take him without him noticing... And he doesn't notice for a full minute, then yes. Oh no, you get you get industrious haste at second level tinker. So oh, yeah, so you do have it. Are you gonna go so I get double progress on this? Yeah, so you get you get fifty gold for each march of progress rather than twenty five. Nice. Cool. Okay. You can still <laughs> Cheetos. Cheetos. So basically every 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 point the every point that you spend on creation shaves a day off the time. Okay. So I've got 350 gold towards making this thing, then. Oh. I will also explain... Uh, now, uh, eventually, if it's alright with any of you, I would like to try to put some of my runes on you permanently to allow me to cast them when it's needed and if, if I'm not near you. Makes sense. What okay. are you doing to me? <clears throat> so like a, a tattoo? That will allow me to activate my spells at a, at a distance. What's it going to look like? It's going to look like him? I, I gesture, at, gesture at my body covered in... It's going to be like your whole, like our whole like body. Whole... If you want. But you, you can just, you can pick which ones... Can it be like a sheep or an animal or something? A sheep. A sheep. I mean, it's already. Specific. I mean, he, he he indicates that there there are specific patterns of tattoos that are across his body. Okay. Like there's you have the you have the you have the defense tattoo the defense. I mean, it's also I don't, I don't have the defense. Yeah, you have the. I have. Maybe you have the beast pattern though. I have the beast pattern. I have. Let's see. I have. Uh, Beast movement. Uh, you can uh, the one the one that looks like a totem is the beast pattern. If you want to, that one, that one, one of the oh okay with all those. So the little horn, the, the little uh, the horn thing on top. Have the skull. Have the beast. Uh, restoration. Motion. Uh, striking. Hello. I think that's it. I think I'm missing one, but 
and these two. Is it that one, maybe? Yeah, I have those five. <laughs> specifically, specifically, I'd like to apply the uh, the healing one so that I don't have to run over to you to bring you back up. That's Assuming that I don't die again. Don't die again. That would really suck. I'm doing my best not to. I have no objections. I want mine shaped like a wolf. <laughs> he doesn't determine the pattern. Uh, shit. I can just give you a... It's not going to do anything, but I can give you a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> he can just give you a regular tattoo that looks like a wolf. No charge. What? No charge. <laughs> In that case, give me one that looks like a lightning bolt. No charge. <laughs> Just right across the face, right here. Just like right here. <laughs> Not right, right, right on the right on the board. Yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Just, I'm a technomage. Mystic. Whatever. <clears throat> Now I was, I was okay. saying like right at, right across the face because your name is Jefferson Starship. Yeah. So you get right. so you get the one that goes right across the face right here, right down this way. Sure. Give Shiana one that looks like an arm. Because <laughs> I can build you Because then you have then you have that as a tattoo. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Did you roll for that? Because I rolled before I stole that from Mosquito. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I believe that the plan was to seduce Deathwing. It worked. <laughs> you roll a seduction check. <laughs> Eventually, I was... eighteen on the die. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can I ask for a bag of Lay's, please? Yeah, I don't need Cheetos. <laughs> I don't need Deathwing's Cheetos. Coke? Is there anything besides Coke? <laughs> for drink? Okay, I'll take one of those. Do you want a cream soda? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I'll help before you destroy it. At a certain point, I will just pull you all to the side and, and uh, just, just brand everybody. <laughs> brand everybody. I mean, that is an option. Like branding is an option. Yes. I would. I would rather just. You know, I mean, tattoo it on you, but it's more like a rat chop to it. Unless, like, okay, thank you. Give me DM. <laughs> thank you. I'll have it the at goblin. the top of my existing arm of tattoos. There's some, there's some open spot up here. I'll need to figure out how much I need to spend for those, but yeah, I, I, that'll be at a later time, I think. We have a mission to get to. All of your patterns are at six level right now. So you can spend 60 gold on each of them. I have that, so. And whenever you need to increase the pattern to the next level, when you gain new spell levels, you just pay the difference. So you just pay the extra 10 gold every time you... All right. So specifically... I guess I didn't figure out And again, it still takes the six hours to make. So yes. you want to do that over time. Yeah. Like over the course of some rests. But for now, I think it's best if we get some rest and head out tomorrow uh, to 
Yeah. <clears throat> Make our okay. delivery. Sure. So you get a long rest in the next morning. Where are you headed? Out. <laughs> we're going teleporting to... somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah this teleport. morning I will um, approach the goblin and drop a pile of dead animal that's been shaped into uh, the equivalent of studded leather uh, in front of him. It's complete with gloves and boots. <laughs> Just walk out and leave, and, and then um, I just drop it and I walk away, and then I walk up to leave, Thank you. and I uh, drop a pair of uh, boots and gloves in front of him. I sort of look at them. Are they even vaguely the right shoe size? <laughs> I don't are think they, he knows my shoe are size. Troll size. Are they troll size? Why wouldn't they know your shoe size? I mean, I guess maybe if you just track down my shoes. I can sneak into your room while you're sleeping. Do you have leather working as a trade skill? I'm not troll thing. Yes, you have oh, right, you have the you have the, the yeah. hunter. Um They're not like They're not they're not good, they're but not, they're fit. They're, they're pretty, <laughs> they're, they're this is one of those they protect you. They're they're very functional. They're like mm -hmm. everything I make. They keep you yeah. It's you not for making a stylish that. statement. It's for, hey, I'm going to be working with this. I'm going to don these. It's sort of like you don't wear gardening gloves to make a fashion statement. Mm -hmm. Unless you're really trying to make a statement, I suppose. But yeah. <laughs> you wear gardening gloves because they protect your hands. And even on, on the scale of function, someone who is trained in leatherworking could make more functional boots, but they're do, they do their job. Yes. Okay. They're not masterwork. I sort of look at the gloves and generally point in the general direction of that little lake from the thunder lizards, I presume? No, it's... Thank you, Jengatal. I'll take them. We're gonna need to get the uh, six-level spells for the runes. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't have the six-level spells for all of them yet, yeah. do I? I don't... It... So. The rune patterns are taking a long time, because they have. I have to try and figure out how each of the the runes build on each other, yeah. so... But anyway. <clears throat> so... The only one I really need to know right now is the one I just... Is the healing pattern? Uh, well, that and, uh, and the one I had already used already. The trend, the teleporting? Yep. I believe that's in the document now. Second level. <laughs> it, it's been there for some yeah. reason, but that's fine. So who are we supposed to find? Like, if you go down to the, uh, yeah, Seedful of Transportation should be... Yeah, it's, it's been there. Yeah. We're, deliver we're delivering it to uh, the Frostwolf Clan Orcs. So we, we're going to teleport to a town nearby and then... Try to walk around until we find them. <clears throat> I need to get the Mark of the Tortoise as well. <clears throat> so, how are you going to get there? So, we're just going to walk to the over to the teleport uh, station and see see how much it costs to to get zap us, out of here. Get right. us as close as possible over there. Because the place that we teleported to last time we did this was actually was pretty under close city. to yeah. And Undercity is pretty close to that, isn't it? 
Pretty close. Probably the best thing we can do. There might be a closer one. Is there a closer one? We can ask once we get we to the... We ask it over there. <clears throat> do we pass any shops so I can buy more Flogosin if I take my steam suit? I'm going to make sure I have enough around to... I'm going to go ahead and wear my steam suit. <clears throat> I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the less said about the mission, the better. Yeah, right. Because also, I also <clears throat> want to, just really quick, just make a little uh, hidden pocket for the robe that I'm wearing. Like, just an internal pocket that is sort of hidden amongst the folds and on the inside to put the letter in. All right. Romy tailoring. With your intellect, we'll say, because this is making something very specific and technical. Seventeen. Okay, yeah, you can make that flat. It's, <laughs> it'll be difficult to find, and basically, if I if I ask you for a sleight of hand to hide the letter, you make it with advantage. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh. All right. Um, so teleportation. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear my steam suit, and uh, <clears throat> so I believe I established a, to, to start that up. I believe I established like 20 gold yeah. ahead for teleports, or something like that. Uh, it was 150. I think it was like, it was 150 to teleport all of you last time. I thought it was something like that. Yeah, so some somewhere in that range. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, six. So yeah, uh, six times 20. So yeah, be closer to 25, 30, but still. Yeah, so for the, for the six of you, yeah, be another 150 um, to send all of you to the closest place, which still be under city that they have a, that they have a solid teleportation network to. Okay. All right. Can you spend, um, oh, how much? 20, 20 per person? What? Or how much is it? 150 total. 150 total. I can, um, I, I can just put that out of mine. Here at this point, okay. um, I'll just yeah, have a new eraser thing. One fifty. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> once again within the lightless but well no the dark but not lightless the sort of dimly lit environs of the undercity once more <clears throat> the ever-present sweet smell of the undead and the chemical scent of the plagued river that runs the length of the undercity once again assaulting your senses but it's something that you never quite get used to, but you learn to tolerate the longer you spend time among the undead. Everything is dark. There's the const there's a, there's almost a grave-like stillness in the Undercity, where there's not a lot of ambient noise. Most of the sound that is made is active work. <laughs> and you find yourself, once again, down here. 
Oh, is this where we were, where we ran into the, um, like, Taylor's old character? No, that was in, um, that was in a fort. That was in, okay. like, then we're... You're in Undercity. This is this is the Forsaken city. capital city. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Never this mind. is where this is where you recruit corpses. Right. Yeah. This is where the Banshee Queen lives. Right. Josh gonna go hit on her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have time right now. <laughs> it's a quick way to die. <laughs> I was gonna say we always have time for the goblin to die. <laughs> I mean, you can die, then you can just come back, and, you know. Then come back and be... Yeah. Then, then you'll just be more eligible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you would look a little bit weird without the giant nose. Well... That's true. Um, I mean, just because you're dead doesn't mean your nose falls off. Well, but it starts to. Yeah, if you're totally skeletal, you have to just build yourself a metal nose. That's right, I could build a... Who says goblins, goblins don't have goblins. bones in their noses? That's right, they might. How long as those things are. Could be horns. Yeah, in the middle of the face. Hmm, that could be a... So what you're saying is, what you're saying is, yes. head attacks from a goblin would do piercing damage. <laughs> If you head your character your nose, <laughs> you're doing a lot of things wrong. Yeah, that's a bad idea. In, in, in the nose, I mean... Yeah, and then you break that bone well, into your skull. I would have a nose to pick. <laughs> a bone to pick. Whatever. <laughs> With, we get to the teleportation. <laughs> yeah, so you've, you've arrived in Undercity. We, we arrived in Undercity, and uh, so anyway... Now you need to head out. With the smell of this place, we gotta go. We gotta keep moving. Yeah. Could we pass a store where I could buy some more Flogeson while we go? Yeah, theoretically. Okay. Sure. What are you Flogeson for? I just need everything. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my suit this time around. Oh, yeah. So you can just kind of magically hand wave your suit. I can do that eventually, yeah, but I, I, for Did right you now, I want to keep. I, I want to have. I just want to have more Flogeson on okay. in case. Because I'm not using my magic for much. I mean. I mean, just like smart fueling. It's going to be for. Yeah, I know I can do this later, but I'm. So I get a few more. <laughs> so I have enough for a week. Just in case. We're... So you're gonna run like a hybrid car, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Hybrid magic flogiston. Pretty much, I can I can do that either way. When you run out of magic, go ahead and switch to flogiston. <laughs> so, okay. You make your way out of Undercity. Head your way south towards, south and east, uh, towards Alterac. <clears throat> How do you want to get there? Because I believe your skeletal horses are... I thought we just rented those. Yeah, those were... Yeah. So how, so how many days walk is it? Yeah, we'll have to probably walk... Uh, well, you'd have to cross mountain and or lake to get there. Uh, which also makes it hard on a mount anyway, unless we want to fly, which is expensive, so... Well, how much time do we spend on lake? Because boat transport... So... Yeah, we could, yeah, we could get a boat. Real quick. To sort of walk through. Okay. Um, 
<coughs> Undercity is here. Between you and Ultharak is Lordemir Lake, which is one of the largest lakes in the Eastern Kingdoms. Uh, which is large enough to house a small island cluster. Uh, or, just if you don't want to cross directly across the lake, you can head into the western plague lands and south into Alterac, or you can go, yeah. <laughs> you can go near. We can lose World the whole map. Uh, World ended. <laughs> Earthquakes. Get back here. Um, just use the map of Britannia. It can't be that different. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Or you can cut down through Silver Pine and then head east to, or like cut down through Silver Pine and then cut east across uh, the Bulwark. But that's is, a bit roundabout. Yeah. Hmm. So how many days difference of all these? I mean, the shortest, the shortest route distance-wise is across the lake. Yeah. And boats are nice. Boats would be easier. I can. Yeah. Park my suit for a while and we can just sit there and work on stuff. Sure. Boat it up then? <clears throat> I mean, it tends to be the most efficient form of travel. Let's do it. Okay. Well, how much How much for a boat passage? Uh, boat's passage from from Undercity across Lordemir Lake would probably be. Uh, five gold ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Five each. Cool. <clears throat> so, I've got four ninety five gold. <clears throat> After a brief boat ride, probably um, if the water is, if the wind's good on the water, probably a four or five hour ride. Because um, we're talking like not quite a sea, but still a massive lake. Um. You make your way to the shores of what is known as Alterac, which is the northern area north of Hillsbrad. Uh, as you find your way off of the boat onto what passes for shore, you can see where the mountains rise up to your north and south, along with the central... Um, Alterac has an interesting um, landscape. Um, in in Hillsbrad, Hillsbrad is a very um, rough topography. It's the area is just full of mountains and uh, rough hills. It's not a very even landscape by any means. Um, there are a, there are a series of um, large outcropping south of Alterac called that they're just called Titan's Fingers that each of them um, sort of form outlooks over the area of, of Hillsbrad but in particular what you're looking for is the probably the Alterac Valley 
um, which is a sort of massive um, mountainous valley dead center that is um, Alterac sort of rises out of the north end of Hillsbrad, sort of like this giant mesa that's for that's sort of formed out of the mountains. Um, and there's a valley in the middle of it that has often been a, a contested zone between the Alliance and the Horde. Uh, and that valley is the known location of the Frostwolf clan. Um, because the Frostwolves have lived there since the end of the Second War, when they left the old Horde. Um, and the dwarves of the of Ironforge have recently tried to take that area back, and there's been constant fighting between them since then. You're probably a good day or two out of the valley itself. Which doesn't show up on that map, because that's the world map of Azeroth, and technically Alterac Valley is a battleground, which is a separate instance and does, doesn't show up on the world map. Okay. Um, just kind of head that direction. Are we basically going through the mountains, or...? All right, so yeah, a um, couple days pass of journey. Unfortunate. I can't remember a thing you just said. What? Um, That's unfortunate. <clears throat> well, the troll doesn't understand the thing that's said to him, so. It works. It happens to pan The last out. thing I remember is that there was a lake involved. Yeah. As it happens, it pans out. I'm your wife. My long-term memory is fine. Okay. Just short-term, it tends to thunk out. Hmm. But yeah. Rewards. As you make your way into the mountains over the next couple of days... None of you are acclimated to cold weather climates. Not a one of you. So I'm going to need each of you to make me a stamina saving throw. Uh, do... Let me double check to make sure I don't have some sort of feature that gives me benefits. <clears throat> so I think I've got something that makes me better at these things. You're in a steam suit. Yeah. But... Yeah, metal. That's... <clears throat> I want a leather... But still, okay. Put your hand on that freezing cold metal. See what happens. Hey. Seven. Hey. Well, I'm sure he convinces at least one of us to lick it, <laughs> or at least attempts to. Well, I can I can use my cantrip of bonfire or uh, things like that. You don't want to make a bonfire in your steam suit. No, not in my suit. But I mean, you know, at different times I, I mean, can. How do you think you make it uh, run magically? Well, I mean, cantrips uh, don't, don't even use any magic stuff, so I can use. What are, what are we rolling? I need to stamina saving throw. Okay. So we can we can just stop and have little fires. Uh, a minute at a time. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Seventeen. Seventeen. Twenty. Twenty. 
Seven. Nine. I got nine. I got seven. <clears throat> nine. So, about a day into the journey into Alterac, as the, as you as the mountains rise and the temperature lowers, uh, you picked up a point of exhaustion. Um, <clears throat> which pushed all of your ability checks at disadvantage. Nice. Until you get rid of it. Okay. Mark of Vigor on all of us. I think I can do that. What was that? Mark of Vigor. Mark of Vigor? Yep. Uh, what is that? Do you have enough rune points for that? Uh, that's level it's level one, so I should for five of us. I'm assuming so that... Uh, which pattern is that healing? Uh, <clears throat> or restoration? Restoration. Yes, restoration. I mean, if it's just for the two of us, because we're the only ones that picked it up. But... Yeah, the only ones that are affected right now, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that one's used over a short rest. Okay. So let me take a little short so rest. Rest. Yeah, you can basically, basically, if you if you use the mark of vigor on someone over a short rest, they lose one point of exhaustion if they had any. Whereas normally you have to take a long rest to get rid of exhaustion. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once we so do that, yeah. So once we do that, assuming we don't, hopefully we don't run into anything right now. We'll see. And and say, you yeah. can, you I, mean, can, I don't have to make checks to heal people. <laughs> and you All you right. can use that on one person per short rest because right. it's a single target spell. Yeah. Oh, we can. Uh, we have to rest eventually anyway, right? I mean... We'll see. Yeah, we'll just keep pushing on for a while, at least. Uh, but yeah. So... Um, as, the, as the hours pass and you're trying to hunt down, who's going to be leading the hunt to try and find the Frost Wolves? Because you are searching for them in... Basically, snowy mountain range. I'm the tracker, so probably me. So, you can go ahead and roll me survival. Does anyone want to help? Um, I'm gonna lay for stuff anyway. I'm just gonna try to stay warm. I could help. So, he will grant you advantage. So, roll again. My primary form of help will be regularly checking for magic or anything else. That was a leader. Magic yeah, no, the second one rolls worse, so. Okay, so 18. So, as you sort of mark your way through and try and find areas that are more likely to be habitable for people, you find that there is a surprisingly small presence of notable activity in, in this snow. And you're not certain if it's just because the frost wolves are just very good at covering their tracks or something else. Um, but you can find occasional tracks, but less than orc tracks, you are finding a lot more wolf tracks than anything else. The the um, the the large wolves that orcs tend to ride, or more like common arctic type wolves both 
So are there some free and some with riders, judging by the weight of the track? <clears throat> say, based on the weight of the track, can I tell? It's difficult just because this place constantly snows, so even okay, deep so... tracks get filled in. But there are definitely very large wolf wolf prints and more normal sized wolf prints. Mm-hmm. So there's just lots of wolves in general, as far as you can tell. <clears throat> it's not super helpful. We kind of think. I mean, we would have assumed that. But you, as you look around, there is there is the occasional orc print every now and then, which means that you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. But for the most part, you're just seeing the wolves. Mm, trying to follow the orc prints and then the the larger wolf prints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to roll something real quick. That's unfortunate. Okay. You don't like that. Um, everybody give me a perception check real quick. Sixteen. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Oh, I gotta go disadvantage though. Huh? Seven. Better? <clears throat> that one. Because <laughs> of disadvantage. Yeah, well, you did better than me. Because you got plus two on that. I get a plus six, actually, so it's an eight, but... Oh, okay. You got an eight. I no, got, I got a plus six, plus seven. I got a four. So it's a nine. So nine, four, seven, 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 twenty-two. Seven. Twenty-two. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm bugged. Not fifteen. 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 <clears throat> so, uh, Shiana. Mm-hmm. You can... You sense the weather begin to shift. Uh, as you as you look around and sort of notice what's going on, uh, your long distance view starts to close in as snow begins to drift more heavily. There's a blizzard coming, and you're in the middle of the open. So there's a blizzard coming. We can dig in. How good that shredder at digging? <clears throat> um, I don't know. We need to find shelter or we die. I've got a tent, but it's only my size. I can make shelter. Yeah, we can. Uh... Do you see? Do any of you see anything? Yes. Is there anything around? Just fly open plains, basically. It's. I mean, it's mountains, but. Yeah. Um, Are there any caves or anything? Would my this um, mountains is one of my favorite terrains. Would I be able to that help me find shelter? Probably. Just roll me a survival check real quick. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and give you a plus 1d4 to that. So I'll go ahead and... So I'm rolling survival? Yeah. And then add a d4. It is absolutely between the 6 and the 14. That was... Definitely a definitive rule. Well, d4 adds 4. That helps a lot. So that's a 16. 16? Um, as you look around... Um, there, there's an amount of shelter that can be found, but it won't last long. Um, as you, as you look around and sort of, you can find shallow caves that are facing the blizzard, which means that the snow will blow into them and eventually just begin to fill them out. 
if we went into a okay, cake, could we block the entrance with something? I point around. What is there to block it with? Um, also, I'm going to point Garrett's at you, big. and then I'm going to. My steam suit. Uh, I'm going to make a little hole in the snow, and I'm going to put a rock over it. And then I'm going to dump a handful of snow on it and point at it. Yeah, it's gone. We don't want to get buried in the entrance with snow. Yeah. <clears throat> we, we, my head. we don't want to have an air pocket under 20 feet of snow. Right. We will suffocate and we will die. I yeah. point to okay. leaf. It was just a suggestion. What can you suggest? I keep moving. Could we err? I'm good with mountains. I'm not good with Arctic, so I wouldn't know how to make an igloo. Yeah. You don't have enough ice to sell snow. Oh, uh, you can pack ice. Pack snow. Let's do it, but I don't know what I'm doing. No, it, well, no, powder, you won't pack. I mean, it, it depends on your terrain and stuff. This though. is true. Regardless. It's drifting, it's powder, it's not going to pack. Either way, the troll is not experienced with this sort of stuff, so... Any shelter I have is shallow. So, honestly, our best chance would be to find... If the wolves have a den, that's probably fairly safe, right? As yeah, far as from the wolves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to find the set of tracks that look like they've... Let me see if I can find tracks that look like they're bringing a kill home. Something being dragged, because that would indicate that they're take, going to their lair and that their lair is close. Yeah. Uh, if you find a set of tracks that have like a drag mark next to it... I'm um, going to start down those very quickly. Yeah. So okay, you, you, begin, you begin to follow those. Um... Uh, as you as you make your way trying to follow that, um, as the snow begins to pile in very quickly and the tracks are very quickly be disappearing under the under the rapidly falling snow, everyone make me another stamina saving throw. Hmm. <clears throat> uh oh. Not as good as the last time. Um, uh, Fourteen. I do have a blanket. Saving throws are not a disadvantage, just ability checks. Yeah. Oh, disability checks? Yeah. Nice. Oh, and nice. um, just to clarify, I know we're technically in the mountains, 15. but this would be more an Arctic. This would definitely be more of an Arctic environment, yeah. We're in that weird crosshatch of it's one of my favorite terrains, but it's not completely. It, it provides you some benefits, just not all of it. It provides you benefits that relate to finding things in the mountains. Yeah. Not not dealing with snow. Your favorite terrain is currently five feet beneath us. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you got? I got a 12. 14. 6. 12. 13. All of you failed. That's another point of exhaustion for each of you. <laughs> two so we have to rest. So now you're, at, now you're at two points of exhaustion. Where did the we two of you. the points of exhaustion? Okay. Wherever you want to. Mm-hmm. Just make a note. Like maybe you have like, a temporary hit point or something. Okay. At two points, both of your speeds are halved. Okay. Which means the two of them are beginning to lag behind as I they're... pick up Goblin. Does his steam suit? My steam suit. His steam suit does not slow down. So okay. he still keeps going. Then. Well, no, actually, because you have to operate his steam suit to make it move. So you're still moving at half speed. Oh, well, okay. And that's because we can't pick you up. Um, yeah, you can't pick me up. So, okay. Um, uh, what is your normal speed anyway? 
His is oh mine? Yes, you're twenty five. Oh wait, that's with the suit is thirty. Yeah, because you have you have to sort of like do the like the Jaeger motion of moving the legs forward and back. Um and cold hands can make it very difficult to operate machinery. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so it'll be fifteen. So it'll be fifteen. Yeah. Uh micro speed. And by cold hands, okay. I mean the early onset of frostbite. Yes. Micro speed. Okay. Yeah. So, so by the micro speed, and you, it, it uh, increases by twenty feet. Oh. Okay. So it'd be which would be ten. 25. So you so that that gets halved as well. So you get ten more feet. Oh. So you'd be at twenty five feet. Okay. So I'm... rather than fifteen. Okay. That's, uh, <clears throat> Metal. All right, so we're still just looking for somewhere. We're still following. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that's what's happening. We're just following, we're following Jang. Hopefully. Yeah, you're following. You're following Jang. Leaf leaf speed getting getting hindered is making it a little bit difficult. Because I believe Marco Speed is concentration. Uh, I mean, depending I on how much leave he weighs, I'm sure that the in invisible orc can carry him. Oh, no, wait. Oh, well, he's going to be NPC, orc. Oh, no. Darn, that was the wrong one. Because that one only lasts 10 minutes. Hmm. Mark of motion is the one. Oh yeah. Uh, movement, fly, swim, climb, and burrow speed of eighty. Yeah. Eighty feet. That one's definitely concentration, or I believe. It's only an hour. Yeah, it, concentration up to an hour. It doesn't say concentration like the other ones. Because flying is concentration. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because that one that one's high level. That one's like fifth level, isn't it? That's good. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's not concentration. Well, I can just. Pick them up, put them over my shoulder, and try to move. <laughs> but yeah, as your as your speed sort of drains, that sort of hinders your progress. But yeah. the uh, <laughs> as you as you make your way forward, um, eventually the group begins to pick out the faint sounds in the distance. The very faint, <laughs> the sounds of wolves in the distance. Okay. Let's go say hi. To the wolves? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. That's what he, that's what our goal <coughs> was. That's the plan. Also, the first sound you made, I thought it was an owl. <laughs> owl. It's like an owl bear, but smaller. Maybe. <laughs> Hunts in like, packs, much more vicious. Maybe it's this wolf that, like, befriended an owl, and the owl, like, rides on it. No, head. see. Wolf, so it's an owl. Owl, owl hoots don't extend for as long as wolf howls do. They go Ooh. rather than it's an owl. exactly. It's that's why it's an owl. <laughs> the owl was adopted by a wolf, so it's like taking on some of their tricks. Oh, you see, the wolf went blind, and so the owl sits on top of it and uh, flies around and makes hooting noises so that the wolf knows where to pounce. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't think so. Um, so. I see. So, how soon do we get there? And then they found a hunter companion with a gun and got in Smash Bros. 
I was referring to Driss's mentor, but that worked. Well, tough. I was referring to Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Do you Wait, know how Driss I work? Driss is in Super Smash Brothers now? It makes it a Well, apparently now. Media. <laughs> but Mushi isn't in every other media, though. So, no. I mean... So, but I mean, I feel like I feel like Mushi would be an amazing assist trophy. I mean, yeah. I'm still waiting for Dante from from the Devil May Cry series. And Knuckles. I mean, if Bayonetta's in there, Dante's got to make it eventually. <laughs> Regardless, we end up. Uh... So what do we do when they see us? So, um, as you round the next ridge, the tracks are very quickly disappearing. You're rapidly losing your navigation, your ability to but find your way. Them, right? Yeah, but the sound, the sound is the sound is giving you a direction to move. The sound is also getting closer. Good, faster than you are getting closer to it. Cool, that's fine. Okay. Um, as long as he's up front. And as the as the snow closes in and your vision shrinks to a field of about ten feet in front of you. Uh, Shadows begin to appear in the in the blinding blanket of snow as large shapes begin to coalesce through the through the obfuscation. Perfect. I um, here we go. Run up to a good thing where I can do the visual range, and I do that. Drop down, um, with exposed neck to be like, "Hi, I'm not trying to be an alpha here. I'm just trying to stick around and be alive." Mm -hmm. so you, you drop and expose your neck as a large snow white wolf begins to lumber into view and immediately followed behind it is a large green skinned humanoid shape the shape of an orc dressed in extremely heavy furs that almost completely hides their entire form as they walk with this heavy cane that is marked with like talons on the on the end of it uh with a deep sort of shovel tip on the bottom end designed <laughs> to move snow out of the way as they as they walk they appear from from the edge of the snow with a pack of wolves behind them there's at least 12 more of these large wolf figures as this as this one individual appears out of the snow Loctar, dude I see our wolf brothers have found us some guests. I'm glad you didn't say food. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, we are looking for the what frost. Else? Oh, the frost wolf yeah. clan. Clan. Um, He's but, new to all this. That you probably that's probably what he says there's there, there's a yeah dog licking my fingers. <laughs> and I would guess by. The frost wolves that we've found them. You have indeed found the frost wolves. We have a message. But we have to get out of the snow first. That you would have to. Come along. I will bring you back to our keep. You ever thinks. Well. It would be against our traditions to allow guests to freeze to death. I can, I can get behind those traditions. Even if they're alliance guests? Well, they wouldn't be guests at that point. <laughs> <laughs> 
My name is Uthul. Follow me. Follow. Yeah, get up, follow. Yep. He turns and the, the pack of wolves sort of circle around you and start to herd you like you were sheep. As you, as you make your way further along, sort of trudging along through the ice, eventually, as the, as the blizzard continues to close in, you're not certain how he manages to see where he's going in this, but somehow he knows where he's, where he's headed. Um, and eventually, large wooden palisades begin to come into view sort of just by just by the impact they have on the blizzard, just because of the height of them sort of blocks some of the snow. Um, and as as you as you approach, the pack of wolves lets out a signaling howl and the the heavy wooden door of the palisades begins to swing upward as it's pulled. Um, and as as it rises up it begins to block more of the snow as you make your way in and as almost immediately as you pass the threshold of the palisades the blizzard clears and you can see much more within the confines of the camp as you look around you can see one massive great hall structure that is sort of jutted into the the lean-to of very large hills, and then four watchtowers that are set up around the perimeter to keep eyes out, and then a number of small huts and homes and caves that have been dug out that makes this small fortress in the lean-to of this mountain range. And as you look out, the blizzard is still raging, but in this particular area, it is calm enough that visibility is still present and you're not in immediate danger of being frostbitten to death. Um, and as you look around, you can see fires burning uh, in small campfires around the outside of individual huts and caves. And everywhere you look, there are wolves and frost wolves. The, the orcs sort of resting with canine companions laying next to them, wolves just wandering the camp. And everyone sitting, resting, having a share of meat. Um, and as you sort of look around, the, uh, the, this area is surprisingly calm for the storm that is raging outside. And as as you make your way in, Uthul sort of looks over his shoulder at the group of you. Welcome to Frostwolf Keep, the lone place that is safe for the Horde in all of Alterac. So what sort of protection does this place seem to have against winter storms? None that you can see. Magic? Yeah. As you, as you look around, you can sense that the... Well, the area is built for winter. It's built for winter environs. But there's nothing in it in its construction that should stop a blizzard like this. Like, theoretically, if this blizzard was raging here, they could be perfectly safe by going inside their huts, shutting the doors, and running fires. But they're not doing that, and the blizzard is still thinned out here. 
like the the cliff face would provide a would provide an amount of cover, but not enough, especially if the blizzard was angled the wrong way, which it currently is. Um, but as you look around, you can definitely sense an amount of intentional magical essence being put to being put to task here, as the blizzard almost seems to be intentionally ignoring the camp. Hmm. So, the wolves here, how different, obviously they're different than the traditional, like, you know, animal relationships, but how different are they even from the, the general horde-like orc-wolf relationship, is it? There is almost zero master-animal relationship. Okay, it, it's a very distinct cohabitation of two creatures not yeah they're they're the wolves the wolves are not pets to the frost wolves they are friends they closer to the relationships that orcs generally have with wyverns sort of yeah mutual assistance that sort of thing okay um the troll was fascinated by this is really going to wander off and sort of <clears throat> establish communication with the wolves and figure out the flow, the alphas, the hierarchical, the hierarchy and stuff. So that's where the that's where the troll disappears off to for a bit. What about the rest of you? Let's find the fire. <laughs> Who were we or, supposed to give the message to? Uh, Just the, the shaman. Dark, uh, shaman. Dark. I can't pronounce it. No. Shaman Drekthar. Drekthar. Who's this that's with us right now? Uh, Uthul. Okay, so not Drekthar. 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 D-R-E-K apostrophe T-H-A-R. Uthul, could you direct us perhaps to... Shaman Drekthar, I believe it is, or perhaps give him a message. I can certainly take you to the keep, and if he sees you, he will see you. That is all we can ask. If he sees us, we have a message for him. It would be very awkward if he doesn't get the message. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay here as long as we have to. So. But... You make your way uh, <clears throat> you make your way into the, the, the large central great hall. Um, and it is a massive affair. Uh, it's probably large enough to house the majority of the clan in one place, which is what it's primarily used suspect is primarily used for. Um, and sort of Directly across the main the main hall, there is sort of the 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 main hearing chamber, and on the opposite wall is a large um, seat with a pair of braziers burning next to it, and this the the symbols of of snarling wolves sort of crossed above above the head of the seat, and sitting in it is perhaps the most ancient orc any of you have ever seen. Uh, Grizzled does not begin to describe it. This orc has seen so many years and so many things that it's almost impossible to describe. But there's still a strength to his form. 
his hair is completely white and there's sort of flows behind him with a pair of braids that rest down to about mid chest level with a long white beard that rests almost down to his belt. The most striking thing about him is that he is completely blind. There is just a black cloth wrapped tightly around his eyes. Uh, and he wears very simple uh, leather uh, lower dress and belt and a pair of heavily furred pauldrons and a sort of leather jerkin. But mo more of his body is exposed to the elements than you would expect for someone who lives in a completely winter climate. With most of his chest and arms and hands being exposed. Um, and he sort of leans back in this in this seat and another orc uh, sort of approaches um, this probably late 20s, early 30s orc uh, with sort of very short black hair and a, well, no, medium length and in like a very short ponytail off the back of his head with a cropped beard um, sort of approaches uh, the side of the throne and sort of uh, whisper something into the, the older orc's ear who sort of leans his head to listen and then his head turns to the group of you despite the fact that he definitely can't see you um, I see we have visitors I am Drekthar shaman and acting chieftain of the Frostwolf clan Loktar Algar Drekthar we are the Soaring Fang. We are here on behalf of Vul'jin. We have a message to deliver. I'll go ahead and reach for the container. It's a sister scroll. The scroll, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. He sort of just extends a hand. I move forward and hand it to him. He takes it and just kind of clutches it close to his chest and just kind of looks down for a minute. I see. This information is dire and definitely asks of the attention of the Frost Wolves, though what aid we can offer might be limited given our current circumstances. Current circumstances? Anything we could help with, perhaps? The storm pikes of Ironforge have long been attempting to take these lands from us. Their offensive has become more aggressive of late. Ironforge, was that that's dwarves? That's dwarves. Okay. <clears throat> well, if it's just dwarves. Hmm. If it is anything to accelerate or strengthen what aid you could give, we could perhaps see what assistance we could lend. Our own guild has a certain specialty with infiltration and stealth missions. Perhaps an angle of that nature would be of assistance. And if you would seek to aid the Frost Wolves, First, you should take some rest from the snow and the cold. 
I imagine its bite has bitten deep. Indeed. Not uh, particularly often that we travel to uh, such cold lands. I'm afraid we were somewhat ill-prepared. Well, while you are here, you are guests of the Frost Wolves, and we will share our bounty with you and our shelter. Thank you. And if there are any messages you would wish us to send back to Vol'jin. We will discuss that later, when you are recovered. Understood. For now, take your rest. Take food and water. Rest among the Frost Wolves. I think you will learn much about the nature of the Horde and its origins from learning from those who have been part of it since the very beginning. Indeed. I, I, I uh, sense that we will learn much here. Welcome to Frostwolf Keep. He sort of leans back and indicates that you are free to travel as you wish. I'll go ahead and go back to that main hall. Yeah. I'm going to kind of spend a little bit of time meditating, partly to take my mind off of the <clears throat> slow onset of frostbite, and also to just sort of see what I can glean about sort of the magic of this place, like the presence of the light, or also you mentioned magic protecting it. See if I can glean anything about the spirits doing that. Roll me Arcana. <clears throat> Arcana? Yeah. Or religion, whichever is better. Religion is better by a lot. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, sorry. Disadvantage. Uh, yes, with disadvantage, you're still exhausted. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Um, as you sort of listen and glance around, you can sense the <laughs> presence of spiritual energy that is active in this area. There is a powerful shaman at work keeping keeping this place safe from the elements. And you have no idea how long these wards have been here, but whatever they are, they've been they are powerful enough that the Elements of nature basically treat this as a no, as a ceasefire zone. They they refuse to be aggressive to those who live here. So it's basically a calming area for the nature spirits that go through here. Essentially. <laughs> you can only imagine this is the work of a particularly powerful shaman. And I can take a guess as to who it is. You can certainly take a guess, yes. <laughs> so a lot, so it, it isn't manipulating the spirits directly or anything? You don't know enough about shamanism to really answer that question. Like, okay. you, you, you have sort of 
begun begun to understand the spirits, but you have never practiced the art. Mm -hmm. So you don't know how a shaman really... Does it have any kind of influence on the light at all that I can tell? The light is like an omnipresent force, and it's really hard to say... It's stronger in some places, but it doesn't really seem to be any different here than anywhere else. Not really. (laughs) The light is basically positive energy. It's everywhere, but it's a fundamental force of the universe. All right. Interesting. But what are the rest of you doing? You're, t- you're speaking with wolves. I'm speaking with, yes. I'm, uh, I'm the one who dances with wolves. Yeah. Shana's going to take a look in. She's going to wander around. She won't stealth or stalk this time. Just only perception. Um, 17. Um, As you you look around, you see the, the frost wolves... Uh, Sorry, I kept, I kept, my foot kept touching something. <laughs> the, 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 the frost wolves sort of keep a very um, rustic, but definitely very um, harmonious lifestyle with nature. They, they have very much a, a, a hunter-gatherer sort of culture that has been living here for a long time. But as you look around, there's an astonishing number of wolves that live here. You can see dozens. There is at least three or four wolves, maybe five or six for every orc that lives here. And most of them don't seem to be... You only ever see one or two that are always with an orc. Um, There's always a bunch of them that are just wandering by themselves. And most of them are either sort of snow white or gray, but there's one or two that have different colors that are red or um, black. And sort of standing out among all of the wolves, there is one black wolf uh, who always seems to stalk by itself. It is always alone. And it is heavily scarred um as you as you look at it there's this one black wolf that that wanders through the camp keeping a wide berth from everyone else or rather everyone else giving it a wide berth you can't tell um but its body is covered in numerous scars one eye is completely shut by a gash uh it walks on Three and a half paws, because one paw has definitely a defined limp, where it always it refuses to put any weight on its front on its front right, um, where it continuously walks, and it has that claw, but not really, if at all. It's not really even there for balance. It might as well just be missing that claw, um, as as it sort of walks and balances, but it. As much as this individual looks like it should be injured and infirm, it sort of walks with a a defiant pride, almost, as as if daring anyone to look down on it. Um, as it 
stalks through the camp, and that's the that's the wolf that stands out to you the most. Uh, Shyam's gonna try to cautiously approach it. Um, <laughs> as you you sort of begin to approach it, um, and as you get within like forty feet of it, its head snaps to you, and there's just this very low growl that begins to. She stops at that point. <clears throat> I'm not going to harm you. It stares at you for a minute. And I'm not going to come any closer unless you want me to. Roll me an animal handling check. Twelve. He continues to stare at you for a minute. The growl fades. But a couple seconds later, it just sort of turns its head and continues to walk away. She's going to follow it just from a distance. Mm -hmm. So you are stalking people. <laughs> are you trying not to be seen by it? No. So it, it continues to make its way across the camp before it finds a lonely corner, just sort of shadowed in one of the in one of the shadows of, of one of the watchtowers to just sort of curl up against a wall where it's got a good view of everything around it and sort of curls up against the wall. She will try once again to approach it cautiously. It doesn't lift, it doesn't lift its head as you get closer, but you just, as you get within about 30 feet this time, you hear that. She'll stop at that point. May I approach you? I will not harm you. And it just kind of snuffles its head into the snow for a minute and stops growling. If it's stopped growling, she's going to try to approach slowly. It allows you to get a little closer. About how close? About 20 feet. Okay. And then it starts growling again? Yeah. Alright. She will find a comfy spot around there and prepare for the night. As you as you sort of sit and rest, um eventually you are sort of as you just as you're beginning to fall asleep, you're roused from your rest by an elderly voice. This one has never chosen a companion, though it has lived among the frost wolves for quite a while. And you sort of look up and you can see Drakthar sort of standing close. Why do you think it has not chosen a companion? I do not pretend to know the spirit of the wolf. Much as anyone can know the heart of any other. But I suspect it would see most companions as it admitting weakness. As if it 
needed the help of another. What we're saying is you got polymorphed into a wolf into an alternate timeline. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> is this the wolf? You are fearsome. With the giant black wolf, yeah. You are fearsome, Foxy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, does he stay? He he kind of looks over. Perhaps you are a kindred spirit. Only time will tell. He sort of turns and shuffles off. You realize as you see him in motion that he is hunched by decades of harshness, but he doesn't let it hold him back as he walks. You send you you sort of spot Palcar always off to the side, or you know you don't know his name, but that. That other orc who was who had spoken to him earlier when you had first entered, that other orc is always sort of off to the side, keeping an eye on him, sort of acting as a retainer. But he seems to be able to handle himself for the most part. But he is ancient. So as he walks around in the hall, can I feel some kind of a response from the spirits or some kind of looking at magic response? from him i mean you can definitely sense that he is a powerful shaman as mm -hmm. you sort of try and look at him from from the gaze of the spirits it's difficult to tell with a shaman though from what you understand like a lot of a shaman's power is not just their own mm -hmm. um, so it's really hard to gauge the power of a shaman mm -hmm. Interesting. And unlike a warlock, their power does not enter into themselves. It's borrowed and given back, so it's really difficult to tell the true potential of a shaman, unlike a warlock. Yeah, it's like the power of a battle commander. Yeah. As you study Drek'thar, as you rest sort of near this mysterious black wolf, uh, and as you learn the hierarchy, you're just sort of resting by the fire, enjoying some good food. I'm just yeah, just brick. What are you up to? Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna if whoever's resting, uh, doing a, using a short rest right now. Cause what time is it? It's you can't tell, but it's the the sun is out. Okay, so. So we'd be taking a short rest uh, to to use the uh, to oh, use the uh, mark a bigger mark a bigger on one person and whoever wants it. Well, the two of these guys have two points of exhaustion on yeah. them, so and we'll we'll everyone else will lose theirs once we take a long rest. Yeah. So, I guess who's <laughs> um, who's around? I'm just gonna take. A, I mean, we're just gonna 
wait until morning or something, aren't we? Or, yeah, but, like, you, but you'll, still, you'll, now? you'll you'll still oh. have you'll still oh. have a point after our long rest, so it'd be good to okay. to get rid of yeah, one should, for okay. one of you two. All right. So that when yeah, next. I need to do that then. All right, then I'll do Josh right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as you take the time to help Josh recover from some of the from some of the snow from some of the, the snow bitten exhaustion, that is where we will end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Okay. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye.